0: Well, all right, here we are again, a little different this time. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Three Year Plan podcast. My name is Ben Shaw. This uh, is it. I guess this is episode 150. This has been the Three Year Plan. I, I mean, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna end the the podcast that way. Don't worry, I'm not gonna go for that weird cliche thing. But, um, yeah. Yeah, this is really weird. Um, gonna be completely transparent about this. This is really weird. And it didn't really, it didn't really, it was kind of like, sort of this, um, it didn't exist until right now, uh, obviously. Well, clear. That's the most meta and least meta thing that you could say, the... It didn't exist until right now, meaning that yes, I pressed record and now it is recording. But what I mean to say is, it, it didn't seem real that this is going to be the end of the podcast until about two minutes before I pressed record. I was sitting here, kind of looking at my computer, um, obviously taking pictures for Instagram later that will be posted uh, or not, who cares? i don't just you know more more so taking pictures to document this happening this kind of weird feeling or just you know because that's what we do now in culture but then it all of a sudden became very real to me that yeah this is it this is the uh culmination uh the end of this 3 years Of doing this little podcast experiment. Um, Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, It has been three years. Yeah. It's weird, you know. It's really weird. I I don't know. I know this is probably the probably made more weird by the start of this podcast is just weird for the first three minutes of it. But in order to kind of get through all the like weirdness of it, let's let's one last time uh, go through deadlines, things that I wanted to get done this week, and things and the reality of what actually happened this week, and then we can deal with all the kind of high in the sky like oh here you know the end of this and all that stuff we can go through that in a sec but here is what i wanted to do this week and here and uh, well here are the deadlines um i set out for myself so i wanted to finish the solo flute piece i wanted to work on beneath it all which is that dance that music for the dance thing uh, i want to practice write songs and then come up with um, a vision plan um or like a not like a vision board or a dream board or anything like that. Although I, I did, you know, um, subsequently look up a lot of, once I was like trying to look up uh, what, what, you know, what's a good way to do a vision plan, which I just got a lot of information on vision plans through your employer. Um, but I looked, you know, then got on the track of looking up what a vision board was and what a dream board was and everything. everything's actually, there's a lot of stuff, neat stuff out there. I've not made one. I don't really plan on making one. Uh, if you have made one, good for you, because it seems like it's a really good uh, tool for people to use and, and kind of get used to. But use and get used to. Good job, Ben. Um, but it it seems like a good, valuable tool. But like I said, that is not what I was doing. But I did write out a plan, which we will get to later. But let's see how I did this week. So... Uh, I started off the week of notes by saying, "Holy shit, this is the final week of notes." And yes, it was. It very was a very strange feeling, but perhaps not as impactful as I thought. This was Monday, by the way, although we'll wait until next week to see. Guess what? Past ben, future ben says, "Yes, it is weird. It feels very strange." But it was um it was a good week in terms of just doing what we normally do looking at uh the week and seeing what I did and kind of going over everything and saying, okay, this is what I did and this is how I can improve. So it was a good start to the week on Monday. I practiced piano for about 45 minutes, got through a lot of the stuff, got through a lot of the things that I needed to do. And then I ended up working on the, soon after I started working on the demo that we had talked about for that song beneath it all. Now, like I was saying, uh, earlier in the podcast that this song is it's going to be a very basic song it's not it's going to be a piece of music that was programmed for um, sort of a a dance group that I'm working with right now and and so far and I didn't have a lot of ideas for very long you know we were trying to find out like what vibe works really well what they wanted and I gotta say I kind (laughs) of sat down at the beginning of week and started tweaking it, finding where it wants to go, and just came up with sort of a new way to kind of approach the chords that I really liked, and ended up being very happy with with it as a whole. You know, kind of where it's where it is, and uh, you know what where it wants to go. I'm still I'm still playing around with things. I mean, right now I just I sent the the demo to Danielle, the 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 woman I'm working with. And right now, all it is is piano and drums. But I think it kind of gets across the mood of the piece. Um, asked her what she thought about it. She ended up coming back saying that she really likes it. And that's good. That's, that's, that's what you want to hear generally, that people really like it. I mean, I'm still, again, tweaking, sort of adding new layers to it, seeing seeing what I can do with it and going, going forward from there. But I, I'm really, really liking what I have so far. After that, played saxophone for a little bit uh, finished the night working on the solo flute piece. Um, but mostly what I did on Monday was I just got all the rhythms together, uh, for the B section because I kind of knew where I wanted it to go and then modify some of the pitches. So Tuesday night recorded the podcast, then did some piano practice, went over brief work on the saxophone before spending some time on the score. Again, just trying to get the pitches now. I, I I wish I had had more time that night. Um looking back at my notes, I say I all told I wish I had more time. But the thing about doing the podcast is it kind of takes up away from, you know, doing all this stuff, but again, uh, it you know, this is a thing that I've been doing for 3 years. I've kind of gotten used to the fact that Tuesdays or whenever I end up doing this or you kind of lose a little bit of time there, but it's okay. I even though, you know, I only really get three hours, therefore, you know, a little bit of time away takes what seems like a substantial chunk out of it. It, it was still good. I, I got a lot done that day, and I was happy. Wednesday, I had a board meeting for the Newport Art House, um, and it was really great, but it meant that I really had a pretty condensed amount of time for music, so I just spent an hour working on the solo flute score, Um, trying to get it to line up more with the source material, because I kept, again, we've talked about this over the course of this podcast, that it really is with this kind of music about getting it to match the source material, and taking the material that you began with, these little threads of things, and making sure that it is consistent throughout the piece, you know, so one thing I was doing was the, the opening line of the piece that sort of sets up the, what the, what the theme is for the rest of it going forward has these it's very scalar, but the way I was writing the B section, I started with like all these leaps. So it was more of an arpeggio rather than like a scale. And that might not sound like it's much, but it's enough to throw it away from the character of the piece and just make it sound like the material that it's like all new material and that's kind of been my constant problem with some of these pieces that I just, I write good material and then I just move away from it as quickly as possible. Again, as we talked before, that is sort of the wheelhouse of new composers. So it's not like I'm alone in that, but it is, it is something that I have to constantly be aware of and make sure that I'm stepping away from and, and trying to trying to get past. So, but that was Wednesday. I, you know, just working working working. Thursday I had my piano lesson, worked on scales mostly. I'm trying to my problem with piano which I should say I've I've noticed with my piano it's it's really coming along. I I know on this podcast I've kind of come across every week and you know always it always ends up being about how, you know, we can improve and everything because that's that's what we're going for. But I I've noticed in doing the scales and uh, uh, the sort of the new pieces that I've been approaching that they have been a lot easier for me, you know, that, that uh, my scales are coming along. It's just, there are some things I still need to work on, like trying to get my arms to anticipate the next notes and, and be moving in preparation for that, you know, really, really focused on uh, getting, getting your arm behind the note. But one thing that I haven't done that I did recently is at the behest of my teacher was I recorded myself playing one of my songs one of one of the sonatas that I have to play and and I was very pleasantly surprised i mean you know there were there were some times where I stopped and started, and it didn't sound great i mean it's I'm not the best pianist, I'm not the pianist that I want to be for the rest of my life right now, but it was. It was very good to it was nice to hear my progress because as we've talked about at the beginning you know when i first started taking piano lessons i was very stiff i wasn't able to really move around the keyboard all that much and the the piano has become the thing the the, probably the greatest tool that i have i mean before this podcast i'm just messing around kind of playing with some you know basically procrastinating doing this podcast so you know doesn't have to end, but I was playing around with a couple of things and just was able to come up with a couple of new song ideas, you know, just, well, one song idea, one, like, working with a theoretical concept that I talked about at my lesson, but, you know, if I think back to the the first few piano lessons that I had, I mean, there is a real market difference. Uh, mark, market, Marked? Marked? difference. I mean, if I were to listen back to some of my earlier podcasts that I had piano playing on, I think I would be very surprised and very, and very pleased with, with how I've done. And actually that's, that's something I I did this week is as I went back and I looked, I looked, I listened to uh, some of the, some of the earlier podcasts. I listened to the very first podcast that I recorded and released And just listen to what that all was and and just trying to see like, you know, what what I was thinking, what I was doing, what I was talking about. And I was surprised at how much things kind of what am I trying to say? I was I was pleased with how how it's how well I sound now in certain areas like, uh, there was a, there was a clip of me playing, uh, St. Thomas on, on there, uh, which is a, which is a tune, it's Sonny Rollins tune. And I was very, (laughs) and so, and so I was like, okay, later on during the week, I I decided that I was going to record myself playing a new version of that so that I could put it on the podcast. And so that I could, you know, compare it basically. So I found the audio that I had posted on that first podcast, which was from a practice session that I had gone through previous, you know, to recording that episode of the podcast. And I put that, I, I got that, and then I recorded uh, a couple of nights ago. I recorded myself playing Saint Thomas again. This being with three years more experience, more time actually looking at jazz in a a more critical way um, really studying more theory and really being aware of what's happening and trying to be more aware and practicing and and really focused practice and trying to be diligent about how I'm improving, what areas I'm improving and I have to say that now today listening back to the audio of both actually yesterday when I was on the when I was walking around Boston for my lesson uh, I I was listening to what uh, both versions back to back and I was really I was really happy to hear one that I am that I improved a little bit but two that that even though there were places that I I could hear that I was I still need to work on places that I'm still not you know maybe my ideas aren't so fully formed I could tell that there's a thread going through I can tell that you know, this is a person that's actually thinking about where they want the line to go, um, that they can, you know, uh, shape. the I'm sh- starting to shape lines and phrases better, improvising more naturally. Um, my tone is a little bit better. And same thing with piano. It's like. Now, I know this is a side. This is not any more of the week planning. Um, this is. If you've listened to the podcast, you know that I will just make these leaps and ba- you know these leaps between subjects, and then hopefully come back or not. Who knows? But it was just, it was, it was really nice. Uh, it made me feel really good, is what I'm trying to say. i just put. I'm, not, I'm trying to think of a word that's just not coming to me, but it it felt really good to know that there was progress made over three years. Did I? Do you always want more progress to be made? Yes, you wish that. I'm, I'm sure every anyone who listened to themselves between three years and now would say like, "Oh man, I, like it sounded great," but there are definitely things that I wish I can still improve and I can do this. Yes, obviously. Um, you know, sometimes it felt like I was still searching, or but when it did feel like I was searching, then it it quickly got to the point where. At least in, in in my analysis of of this audio file, it sounded like then I got myself back to it that I had an idea, and you know there are things I still want to work on. I want to be better at you know permutations or you know throwing patterns in, but or just being being better with rhythm. You know sometimes I'll just kind of go into a lot of scalar or arpeggiated things. It's all in eighth notes or whatever, but kind of playing with the source material a little more. Again, the same ideas with the composition, you know, take, take what the piece gives you and improvise with that. And I think I was doing that a little bit better this time around than I ever have. And cause I'm, cause I'm thinking about this now, I mean, over the course of this podcast, part of it was really just a way to, to again, be accountable for things, but also so that i was recording myself or listening or being just more aware i was i was being made aware it's like you have to constantly know that like you're working you're improving you have to constantly think about these things because ultimately i wanted you know each episode to be more interesting than the last one or just as interesting as the last one but you have to be you have to be up on your shit like you have to be really working because that's part of being a, mus- a musician or anyone really working at their craft is that you just have to you have to keep looking at how to improve and keep thinking and keep being aware and and knowing what my deficiencies were and what they are now there're still like I said some that are very similar but I think a lot of it I've I've worked really hard on improving and and, and being conscious about the improvement you know over the past 3 years you know we've done we've done a whole lot on this podcast i mean and and there's still more to do i mean there's there's still things that i want to work on you know that there's still a ton of stuff that i have to do you know be, between you know all the all the different projects that i have but honestly i yeah i, I just I'm going to going to take a moment and just say and just appreciate the last 3 years and just and just think about what we were able to get done. But let, let's um before we do that, let's let's finish off this week. I'm I'm deviating from what I said I was going to do and I'm kind of getting in the weeds here. Um one of the things I I noticed from listening back to several of the episodes. I li- I tried to listen to the first one. I listened to the 25th and the 50th. Um, listening to those, I give you all a lot of credit. <laughs> Sometimes there were some moments there where, man, you just had to hold on in a hope that I was getting somewhere, that there's a point here. I know I I'm really hoping he's going to make a point. He's not making the point yet. Okay, he's I'm real. I'm holding on. It feels like we're getting to some. Okay, that's not. Now we're here. Okay, now we're in a new place. And okay, here we. You know, it's. I, I give you all a lot of credit for listening to that for so long because, wow, it was. Uh, some some there are some moments where. Uh, listen, we're learning. We're still learning. I mean, I'm three years into this podcast and, I'm still just talking into a microphone as if this is like some weird journal or that I'm talking directly to you uh you know this is however i decided i was going to do the podcast whoever i became as a podcast host podcaster that's who i am now i just kind of got up to a point and now this is this is where this is where we landed but uh let's see the rest of the week was after that, so that's so Friday night, I sent off the demo to Danielle to get her thoughts on it, record myself playing St. Thomas. Um, you know, and the rest of the weekend was pretty busy because we had, I put together a uh, surprise birthday party for Shelly. Um, she's, uh, her birthday is this Wednesday, so tomorrow night. So happy birthday uh, to Shelly, my wife. Um we're gonna I think we're gonna go out to dinner we're gonna maybe I'll take a little time off of work early, take some vacation time and come home or hang out but I want to she it's been so long since she had like a real birthday party, and you know we're both turning thirty this year, so I figured like let's let's kind of have a good time let's blow it out and and we had a bunch of friends over a bunch of family over, but that meant that I had to clean the house, get everything done. And since it was a surprise party, she couldn't know about it. So she had uh, a karate demonstration on Saturday that we went to. I watched her. She did really well. And then she went to, she, then she went to hang out with her parents. She went and stayed at her parents for the weekend, just hanging out with them. And that gave me time to come home, clean house, get everything ready, get all the stuff. My parents came over, got stuff. Everyone started coming over and, on sunday this is it's all sunday now sunday she came she was surprised had a great birthday party and it, it went really smoothly a good time was had by all but uh, what I, that meant was that like the whole weekend i kind of couldn't do anything musically because you know it was taken up doing all that stuff but one of the great things that i've learned from this podcast is that in today in, in was it sunday was a great example of This that sometimes the most important and rewarding experiences can be found outside of music. And and obviously you know because you're living your life they end up getting back into the music. They help you know they re-energize you all this stuff. Yes, but that there can be more than music. And also the what I noticed is that I again I'm. I didn't beat myself up for. I mean, there were moments where it was like, okay, you should be doing all this stuff, you should be doing all these great grand things, you know, what what are you doing? But I was very aware that after this three years of doing this, that I don't necessarily feel like missing that one day, missing those two days of music are gonna really just tank me. You know, I, unfortunately, you know, since my lesson on Thursday, I haven't really been able to play piano because last night I had my composition lesson. And then, like I said, the whole weekend was just gone. And then today I played my scales and my piece. And yeah, it, it's not as good as if I had been playing my scales for the last five days, but it's still there. Obviously, I would love to practice every day and, and to have an, a nice chunk of time that I can really focus, but sometimes that doesn't happen. And if I learn anything from this <laughs> this past three years is that life happens to you. You know life is happening if, and you may not be involved in it, but it surely is happening around you. And so once you step into that, once you get out of the music, you know, out of the practice room, there's stuff happening. There's constant movement. There are constantly things happening. Forces that are going to take you away from time to time. Even the best players in the world had to go shopping for groceries every once in a while. I mean, it wasn't all Peapod in 1959 or whatever, and, you know, Coltrane could just stay home all day and get its groceries. I mean, it, then you'd have to cook. you have to eat. you have to sleep. And I mean... Beyond that, if you want to energize yourself musically, you have to go out and exist. I mean, we're we're social creatures. We have to interact with others, and part of the fun of music is that you get to interact with people on the bandstand, or, or you know, playing for people, or you you know, doing whatever it is you do with music, writing and working with an ensemble, or, or going, you know, working with, you know dancers and trying to choreograph something, you know, write a score to their choreography. It's, you are, it is weird in that it is both a, a, something that you have to do in solitude and in, and socially, you know, you have to, you have to exist in all these worlds all at once. But the reality, if, if you can deal with the reality then that is, you know, you just have well, if you can, you have to learn how to deal with that. And you gotta make the most of your time when you have it. Obviously. You can't, you know, just screw around and say, like, oh well, I'll get to that later. If you're gonna do the thing, you gotta you gotta get good at doing the thing and and learning how to practice and being efficient when you have the time to do it. And that is that is a big key that I've learned over over these past three years. But yeah, I, mm, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's hard. Still, I should say, to, to kind of, not push that aside, but to reckon with that. And I think it's always going to be hard to reckon with the fact that there are going to be times where I won't be able to play, or I won't be able to write, or I'll be working on things. And, but, I mean, I, I understand that through life and through all these things again because I've been keeping this weird journal in the podcast and I've been doing this stuff for three years now being more aware of it than ever before I know that there's a lot that I can get done we got a lot done over three years now it, it and it was with and it was by just looking back at all this that I kind of realized that I mean not that Obviously, I I realized it, but you kind of take it for granted a little bit. I mean, you know, I had my composition lesson last night, as I mentioned, and it was working on my solo flute piece. And in that, in in working on that and talking about that, you know, uh, Allah really liked where I was going with it. And I remember being back and starting off the first, you know, set Uh, that first piano piece that I wrote for actually when I listened to episode 50 it was me talking about turning that in and then making this you know sort of offhanded comment that she she had pointed to something and saying like oh well this this will be the beginning of your string quartet and you know it's like oh yeah so I guess the next thing I have to do is write a string quartet but here's the thing is that the next thing I did immediately following that piano piece? After finishing that, was start to write my string quartet. I mean, that was that was the next thing. And and then a year after that, I had written a string quartet, a a real, an actual string quartet, not you know, just a you know a couple minutes or whatever, a 15-minute three movement. String quartet and really hard, difficult music, you know, music that just doesn't have, like, I, I mean, it sounds like I'm just you know, kind of, you know, just going over my hack my, and saying, oh, look at how, but, but I mean, I, I have to say, I'm, I'm listening back to that. I realizing the amount of work that went into it, the amount of, of toil and, and and the ideas in that year of writing it, thinking that I was never going to finish this stupid thing, especially, you know, the, the, I did the second movement first, then I did the first movement and then the third movement. And that first movement took so long to finish and figure out that I, I just, I wanted to tear my hair out and never do it again. But just moving through it and getting to it I mean in it and it really if you listen to those episodes between that between that year that I started and the, the time that I finished it it really is just a constant slog through not knowing what I was going to do and and to come back and come out of it with with an actual string quartet and to move on from there to go on to you know finishing then after that it was to finish the Piano preludes that I had set out that I because obviously that was the first piano prelude that I did and then from there I moved on and wrote four more preludes and so now I have a, this this set of five and, and again it's not to not to just say oh what I what I did but it it really was just like I I listening back to that podcast. I realized like I had no idea if I was going to be good at this. I just music composition is such a such a strange thing. It it it's it can be difficult. It can be, you know, unforgiving. It can really just wear you down thinking that like okay, I'll I'll never get to the end of this piece. But once you figure it out, once you figure out all the problems and you really work at it and you really try and you really focus in you take the time to to learn and, and and to and to listen to where it wants to go and it reveals itself to you and then you kind of wind up at the end of this with this great big beautiful thing I mean that's the reward and that's what I really love and I started this podcast really wanting to just be a better musician a better player but mostly a better composer I wasn't really writing much at the beginning of the three years I mean I I, I said that on the on the you know, and very early on that, you know, I wasn't really writing a whole lot. I was a little bit lost and kind of wondering if I even wanted to really try and be a composer. I mean, but you know, like I just I didn't know. I and now thinking that yesterday I had a lesson and being told that you know what i was doing was you know complex and it was difficult but that it was good and that knowing that my string quartet came out good and the, and knowing that the piano preludes are good and hopefully i'll get those recorded soon um you know besides just the brief demo that i did of the fourth prelude but i mean that and and beyond that and you know and it's not just that it's the the jazz tunes I wrote over over the past few year, um, over the past couple years, and and the gigs that I performed, and and also prior to doing this podcast, I wasn't doing the folk gig, you know, I wasn't doing any of that. So to to look back to to look at what I have now, look at the look at the tunes that I've sort of cultivated over this time. And and seeing how much better I feel they've gotten, I mean it's, I don't know, it, I guess I didn't really realize you don't realize when you're in it, you know, how, well, what you're able to do. But I mean, I to look over kind of what I did, the string quartet, the the piano preludes. I mean, I've now I have a regular. I, 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 sort of a regularly performing uh, singer-songwriter project something that I've wanted to do for so long was to have something like this where where we would actually go out and we would play music and I was writing music music that I had wanted to record for so long but just kind of never had the you know the balls to do and now to do it and to know that I, I have gigs coming up in that I'm I'm working and I don't know, I, it's just, yeah, I look back, like I said, at, at all the things that we've been talking about over this time, and, and the stuff I've been really working on, and I just, I don't know, I never, I don't think I ever really thought at the beginning of this that I would actually finish it. You know, it, it, it seemed like such a You know, the three years seem so far away. Like, oh well, you know, three years. That's you know, who know who knows what's going to happen. I mean, even again, listening back, like just hearing it, like, oh well, okay, well if I keep going and I keep doing this, then I'll probably get there. And finally, we're we're here. And I wish I had you know more kind of grand things to say about it, or you know, wise words, but I think all I can really say is at a a certain level, more than anything, what I got out of this was I learned why I wanted to do music or why I continue to work on music, why I, I come home at night and spend, you know, the few hours that I can working on music or why I take these gigs going to places late, late, late at night and playing for, you know, a little money, maybe some food, but, you know, you, you just take the scratch you can sometimes. But you you go to these places and, and and really, like, you're tired and you're having to load gear late at night or, or you know, the the time that you spend writing and, and working on all this stuff... You know what it really amounts to. Where does it? What does it all mean? And we talked about this in the in the two episodes ago in that last why episode, but I think it still resonates. It's because it is just because because that's that's what you do if you if you want to do this you just do it. You know, I've said it before. you know, stuff like this, it just doesn't happen. And people don't give you these ready-made songs unless that's, you know, your thing, but then you still have to sing them, you still have to participate, and you have to work on that craft, you have to work on your instrument. It's it's not just gonna happen because you will it. You have to you have to manifest it on your own. You have to make it happen. And so why go through all the frustration and, and do all this? Be, well, because that's who I am. And I and I think, not, not I think, I know that what these three years really did for me were to give me that sense of purpose, a renewed sense of purpose. Because I always had it there, but Sometimes it just needs a little bump, but knowing that my, my choice to follow this art and to choose this craft and to, and to really focus and and put myself in it and, and work on it to know that dedicating my life to try to get better at it, that it is valid, that it, that there are good enough reasons to keep doing it, that even sometimes if i lack a reason it's not because they don't exist it's because you don't need a reason it's because you just are compelled and that that compulsion to do it sometimes can be enough but but even beyond that to know that i can do it and that i that that i am a musician if if this podcast has really taught me anything over this past three years, is that that is what I am. I don't necessarily like to, you know, because we are such unique creatures unto ourselves. I don't necessarily like to say that this is what you are, what you're not. Like I don't, in terms of like, I don't like to say necessarily that, you know, I am this, you know, like I am this graduate. Like I, I graduated from this school. I have this school pride. I mean, that's great, but, but now you're, I th- or like you know, this is my job. This is what I do. Sometimes I, I, I'm very weary of of that because I think that putting, putting myself under one umbrella, under one category, is kind of muddies the waters and takes away from all the uniqueness that we have that makes all these weird little disparate things about us into one unified whole. But I think now I'm I'm more comfortable than ever that saying that I am a musician. I choose to be in music. I want to be and I strive to be a musician. And I, I still work on it every day. I hope, I sincerely hope that the, the best thing, well, I should say, is that the best thing that I could transfer through this podcast to you is, is the knowledge that it sucks sometimes, that it's hard, that it's difficult, that it's not easy, that yes, It is as much work as you think it's going to be. And I'm not even doing it at the level that some of these other guys who are infinitely better than I am. Imagine the work that they put in. Imagine the work that... And some people are just genuinely, just amazingly talented. Just, you know, the horn goes in their hands and they just know what to do. They just have something about them. They're just, you know just naturally something's happened to them they're gifted but beyond that the work you have to put in to to get the gig to to maintain the gig and to to be a good musician to get the knowledge that takes time and that takes a lot of effort even if it comes to you pretty naturally it's still a lot of hours just to cram it all in your brain and i hope that through listening to this podcast that you as you got to hear the struggle of that, and in, in somebody going through the same things that you might be sitting in your room experiencing right now, the frustration, the the anxiety, the the just like overwhelming thought of why you know why keep doing this and just wanting to end it, or just the amount of hours that it takes just to learn a stupid tune that you know I know this song, why can't I, why don't I know it? And the reality of what it is to try to be a musician. And, you know, I, I hesitate to bring this piece of paper up. But early on, oh, I even dated it. Wow, Ben, look at that. Thinking ahead. September thirteenth, two 2015, I, I wrote this little plan and I entitled it Three Years to Boston because one of my goals was to move back to Boston. And I thought, at the beginning of this podcast, what I should say is, at the beginning, we had just moved back from Boston. We had been in Boston for, I had lived with Shell for a year up there. I got this the offer for this job to come back, and it came with a great situation. It was It was just all around a great decision for us, but we could have easily have stayed in Boston. But we made... The choice to move down here, and it was really, really fucking hard on us. Like, just emotionally, it was just weird. It was, it was like being going back to your hometown. is essentially what I was doing because now I just live two towns down, but I'm on the same sort of area that I grew up in. I'm around the same places. It just. I was doing the same job that I was doing a year prior that I had left because I wanted to move on and be better and become a musician. And I had regressed. I had this feeling that I had just regressed in all the work that I had put in. I was in a great job in Boston. I wasn't really in the music scene, but hey, I could, you know, I could get in there. But I was working in the arts in Boston and we moved back here because of me. And then just all the sort of like weird shame that kind of came with that, all the apprehension, all the, all that stuff just really bubbled up and it was just there for a long time. But I thought like, okay, well, I, I, now if I got to get back, like I, I, you know, we made this thing, but in three years. Three years is what, what we'll do. And so that's the beginning of the podcast. So I I wrote this little plan that I was going to do. And it, and it talks about making Is This Jazz, you know, working on Is This Jazz, which I do, you know, still do. But, you know, we've talked about how that is probably going to go on hiatus soon just because of the time that it takes. And also because, you know, as I've said in previous episodes, now I feel like, this is the time to work on on me and and, and work on the stuff I want to do and, and become a better musician and and all that um, talk about you know financial stuff but and personal personal musical growth um, you know and it was like that was the plan was. 3 years ago was was to make it back to Boston and and to fix the right and to fix the wrongs that I thought I had committed but you know that's that's the old plan and you know what I figured out after 3 years Is that a three-year plan, doing this podcast, the three-year plan, when it comes to music, sometimes a three-year plan doesn't work. Or what I should say is it works out better than you thought because you learn to be okay with yourself. You learn that it doesn't necessarily matter if you got to the destination you, you thought you were going to get to, that you got somewhere, and that you worked hard, and that the reality of the music business is, is that you can want it, you can work hard, you can do all the right things, the things you thought were, and, s- and, and sometimes it just, it doesn't happen, or it doesn't happen in the in the timeline that you thought it would. I thought for years that, okay, I'll just, this will be the amount of time, this will be it and I'll be done, and and I'll move on, and I'll have my success in the music world, and and that's how I'll, I'll have, you know, financial stability in music, and I'll be doing music and working, but how was I going to get there? I mean, I had a, a little plan, but even that, I noticed as I would go that life would change it, and that things would happen, and that I learned to accept, and love, and appreciate those things, because that's That is the reality that we are in, is that we live a life. And that sometimes it doesn't happen. You know, sometimes the thing you want most doesn't really happen. But the fact that you you fucking try and that you get out there and you do it, that is the most important. That, you know, and you just keep doing it. Because there's the possibility, because if you don't keep doing it, then it's never going to happen. But you keep going for it, and you keep trying, and you get up, and you say, "Ah, oh, it sucks," and and you sit with that feeling, and you recognize that feeling, and you deal with that feeling, and it's it's so easy to think that okay, within three years, if I just do blah, blah, a b c, well, in this kind of business, in this in this craft, it doesn't work like that. And besides, to think that that is all it would be about would be the success, the you know that. Everything I wanted and still want, <laughs> let, me, let me state to the universe, still want all that. Would still love to make, you know, a lot of money and be a professional musician. And, I, well, what I should state is I've also, you know, the money thing, too. As long as you have enough to be happy, that's what counts. I've learned that, that that's a fool's errand, too, to, to try to chase that. Because, you know, just listening over the past three years to different people who actually do have money, and it's that's not it. That's not what you're looking for. What I want is I want to be a good musician. I want to be the best musician that I can possibly be with, you know, given the cards I have been dealt, the hand I'm dealt, that is what I, I'm just working with that, and I'm going to try to play the best round, the best game that I can. You know, the the music that I have at the beginning and the end of this is, I've mentioned this before, is from that song Contiguous from Milkbread. You know, and and that's the whole point of that song. You know, it, it, the lyrics in that, obviously there's no lyrics at the beginning and the end, but the lyrics in that are about that, are about paying attention to the hand you're dealt and, and knowing that, once you lay down a card, there are going to be choices that disappear. There are going to be more choices that make themselves known to you, but that by making choices, you move through the game. And that all you can do is just keep making choices and hope that you're making the good ones and that it comes out in your favor. But that's all the control you have. And sometimes you don't get access to certain cards. And that's unfortunate. And maybe that's no fault of your own. And if you can find a way to get access to those cards, then obviously, you know, go for it. Do, do whatever you can to lead your best life. But knowing that the amount of control you have in this world is, are the choices that you can make. And that sometimes there are things that happen that are beyond your control. You'll get caught in traffic. Some days you'll, you know, you won't be able to get to the practice room you know or it'll be so rainy outside that your gig will get canceled who knows there there are things that are just beyond your control but you make the best choices that you can and you live with it and that's and that's such a stupid thing to say out loud because it's so obvious but it's not necessarily obvious to everybody at all times. Sometimes you have to remind yourselves. Mostly what I'm doing right now is reminding myself that the plan is good. Having a plan is good. Having a set of goals is good. That's that's what you want. But the knowledge that sometimes it's out of your control is good. And also knowing that the key is to live a fulfilling life try your best to live a fulfilling life. and Do the things that bring you joy and be good to people. And that's, that's about all you can do. Is try to leave the world a little bit better than what, how you found it. So I guess the last thing I want to do in this podcast, the three-year plan, is talk about the next step. Because normally what we do at this point is, you know, we end the podcast. We talk about deadlines for next time. Well, there's not a next time. This is it. This is the last episode. But what I did the other day on the train up to Boston is I sat down and I wrote out a plan. And what I did really was I just wanted to write... Not necessarily a plan, but to write out my goals, things I want to do, you know, and write down a, just a list of goals and, and methods, things that I know I can do to actually get there and some advice for myself along the way, you know, just, and I just kind of free wrote it, you know, it just, whatever I could think of over four pages, just some you know, bullet point kind of things and i organized it later on into goals, methods and advice and i figured what i would do as sort of the last thing in this podcast is that i would just i would just sort of read that to you as a final way to say here was the plan as it was and now here's the plan moving forward so here is, let's call it the next plan, or the new plan, or whatever title, the the following plan. I don't know. I, I don't have a neat name for it. I tried. I tried coming up with a cool name. Couldn't. So here it is, the plan. So I'm going to go over the goals first, then we'll talk about methods and advice. There's going to be a lot of shuffling paper. But listen, you've had to deal with a lot listening to the podcast. If you li- listen to more episodes than this one, you've had to deal with a lot of weird bullshit and me jumping around. So shuffling paper is literally probably the easiest thing to listen to that I've ever recorded on this podcast. So without further ado, and now little sides here. Here's uh, the plan. Goals, be a better composer, jazz musician, and singer-songwriter to contribute, to feel more useful to my community, to help others. I want to play the Newport Folk Festival someday, and I want to become good enough to earn a spot at the jazz festival. Not that you don't have to be good enough to be the Newport Folk Festival, but I want to be considered good enough jazz musician to earn that spot and obviously to play the Newport Folk Festival is a huge thing for me I want to write a symphony and then I want to write a book about how I wrote that symphony and explaining and the journey and all that stuff I want to finish study in winds or studies in wind whatever title that is that whole cycle I want to finish that whole thing to become a better cook I want to eat healthily and do all that and, and just, you know, live live better that way. I want to record and release my Better Shores album, which will be a concept album sort of based around sailing, uh, that, that sailboat song, not sailing, but that sailboat song that I've written before that we've talked about and a short story that I'm working on, but more to come of that later. I want to be financially stable off just from music record a jazz album with my buddy Dylan so now it's out in the world so now we have to do it so no more dragging ass on that we gotta do it bud I wanna present a wind concert of all the studies and wind stuff at the BCA the place I used to work it's a great place it'll be really cool I wanna win a composition competition it's not really up to me but we'll see I wanna travel more travel everywhere I want to be in the outdoors more. I want to... I want to... Here we go. I want to become big enough to fill theaters. Now, I'm not looking for stadiums, just theaters. Like, good theater shows. I want to find my own voice and not worry if it's different, but to trust my instincts and to follow the authentic sound. I want to put together a good website, make videos for YouTube, post more music, extend the brand. However, I got to remember how little presence really matters when the music isn't good. So that's important. I want to play the Empire Tiny Desk Concert. I want to be a guest on the WTF podcast and the Colbert's Late Show. I want to learn how to build things with wood, furniture, basic carpentry stuff. I want to meet my heroes and tell them how much they affected me, how much they mean to me. I want to make a point to let my family and friends know how much I love them read when possible and go through my books and my theory stuff especially go through all that stuff i want to combine all my pursuits into one unified musical and artistic offering i want to go on an actual tour an actual music tour i want to have a composition be programmed beyond my insistence or be you know commissioned definitely by the bso so methods how am i going to do this Practice and write at least an hour each day regardless if I feel up to it and make the effort and remember the joy. Submit to competitions, all that will accept me. To write more, even if it's only short assignments or poetry. To follow George Saunders and Anne Lamont's advice that I loved and revered so much. Go to open mics and jams constantly, collaborate more, include non-music people, to work to be an excellent pianist actually study the guitar and to make consistent improvement in saxophone ability uh, yes apply my classical knowledge to jazz music and then both to songs and subsequently songwriting to everything apply 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 be purposeful find ways that the music can be useful and then here's some advice that i have for myself for the future Realize that it's not the end of the universe if life gets in the way. Loosen your shoulders up. Kind of kind of let those babies hang down. You're too tight. You gotta relax a little bit. Where's the other? Okay. Perform with heart. Perform to the back of the room. Work focused, be consistent, and remain aware. Look at the flaws from their causes. Utilize a timer. (laughs) Definitely a good piece of advice. Live well and take care of your body. That's important. You're nothing if you don't have your health. Love yourself. Revisit goals often. Make more and evolve with the path. Don't worry about keeping to this plan if you can't make going to be much you know you have to evolve with life stay present as you move forward be here remember deserve accolades don't expect them be a force for good such an important thing now and pretty much forever and something that's very important you should always remember to do is to say thank you. So with that last little piece of advice I want to say thank you and just to all of you to anyone who's listened to this to anyone who's talked to me about this podcast to anyone who you know had a bit of advice or who's listened to my music who's gone to a show anyone in my every one of my friends and family anyone who just came up to me and gave me a good piece of advice, not knowing me, just said it on the street. Sincerely, thank you for for all of it. I mean, it, it's it been three years of doing this, and honestly, there's no real reason to keep doing this without purpose, and my purpose all along has to been to hopefully show people what being a working musician is, and hopefully get you comfortable enough with yourself to, to to know that, listen, we're all in the same boat. We're all doing this. We're all struggling and coming up against, you know, these, these times, these errors and all this stuff. But to know that you're not alone and that there's other people out there working hard, just as hard as you are, and that we should all be there for each other. So, again, thank you for being there for me. For all these years these past three years on this plan so let's see deadlines the last deadline the only one I have is to follow the plan that I just outlined for you that's it from now on I'm not going to worry about years that it'll take I'm just going to focus in and follow where I want to go and figure it out from there And along that way, I will have gigs, like (laughs) the gigs that I have that I will now announce to you and remind you of. So even though this podcast ends today, the gigs continue. So please, I hope to see you at the Grange on July 8th. That's up in Providence. July 12th, I'll be playing the Newport Playhouse um, here in Newport. August 3rd, I'll be at Poor Judgment in Newport. August 4th, I'll be at Askew in Providence. August 17th I'll be at the Common Pub in Bristol September 15th I'll be at Radio Bean in Burlington, Vermont October 13th I'll be at AS220 in Providence and December 7th I'll be at AS220 in Providence, Rhode Island So if you want to know more about me, the music, or the podcast uh, please visit ahueofshaw.tumblr.com or find me on Instagram at Hueofshaw. Hopefully I'll have a better website uh, in a little while but for right now that's good enough so mm, thank I again. Thank you for listening. Thank you for giving me a place to make be accountable and for helping me make great music or just music. Uh thank you for helping me make some music, to contribute some more art, and um hope I see you out there, so Have a great year. Have a great however long it is until we meet again. And keep working hard, everyone.